I'll be handing over to Pastor Allen Ohime this morning. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning, everyone. God bless you. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Let's just begin to bless the name of the Lord. We honor him, begin to thank him. Father, Lord, we just begin to worship you. We begin to honor you. We begin to give you all the glory. We give you all the thanks. Let's begin to appreciate God. God is thank you, Lord, for Thank you for bringing us to you. Let's just begin to honor him. Begin to thank you for thanking us. Thank you for Please thank you, Lord, uh, my God, God, that your word uh, also says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will come to me, he says, Lord Almighty God, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. Lord, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your good on our grace. Thank you, Lord, that Father, we have the opportunity to encounter. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we just begin to worship you and honor you, O God. Thank you, Lord, for your ages. In Jesus' exalted name, we pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we just honor you this morning. Lord Almighty God, thank you for the privilege. In those days, Father, Lord, they will stand before the mountain, Lord, with the mountain red hot, and everyone, Lord Almighty God, debating, do we go forward or do we, do we go to the mountain or do we send somebody else? Oh, Father, you gave us the privilege in our time, Lord Almighty God, to seek you and find you. Lord, thank you, eternal rock of ages. And therefore, we ask, Lord Almighty God, that you touch our hearts today in Jesus' name. Glorify yourself and bless this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So we thank God for today. And as we just go into the word today, we trust God that the Lord will just uh, help us and be with us um we know that it is by is not by uh our works it is by grace that we are saved you know it's not of works lest any man should boast but tonight this hour we just want to look at the you know the blessings of him just being with us the blessings of him being with us so that as we've started this day that the god of heaven will be with us and we just say god be with me you know yes that is our prayer today because we're saying that it is it is the core foundation of our success it is if you're going to look for someone that will succeed if there's going to be someone that will reach great heights today or you know have great encounters today one core thing of that person's life is that God was with them. For Zacchaeus to have encountered the salvation, Jesus had to, he had to be with him, be with his family, and then bring about the salvation that was much needed. And that's our prayer today. Father, be with me. Lord, let us, even if that's the most basic thing, 
you know, maybe we wanted great miracles, great deliverances, great, you know, breakthroughs, outstanding things. One of the core things will be to have him with you. The Bible says, you know, of the Bible says, you know, talked about uh, Enoch, you know, in Genesis chapter 5, verse 24, you know, that he walked with him. You know, even if God walked you or you walked with him, the most crucial thing is that he was with you. And that's what brings about the core difference or significant difference that will be in our lives. So we've got to create the environment, create the things, you know, that will enable us or enable him to be with us. You know, the Bible says in Acts chapter 7 verse 9, and the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt. He says again, and the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him. Amen. So you can see from the scripture that yes, they were great, they were magnificent patriarchs that, that were existed, you know, in that time. But unfortunately, they at that point in time they were moved with envy. So the patriarchs were there. Joseph was also a patriarch. But because these ones were moved with envy, they sold Joseph into Egypt. But the significant difference with this patriarch was that but God was with him. Amen. So as we step into this day, one that has to be the difference. That has to be in the difference in our life, that God was with us. In the case of Joseph, it was the fact that he was going into a time in his life that was not the best of things, the best of times or the best of things occurring to him. But he had a distinct difference in his life that God was with him. So in the scripture, we can see that in a simple statement, he was expressing the power, the presence, and the preserving grace of God upon the life of Joseph. So if we also, you know, so that key asset is a valuable thing. Joseph did not have sole rights to it. We also have access to, to the very presence of God, you know, being with us or God being with us, you know, as long as we submit and yield ourselves to him. You know, so, and that's the same, is a simple prayer, but there's also a great prayer. Lord, be with me. Amen. So, it, it, can there be a possibility today that there are Josephs in Egypt? Can there be a possibility that there could be one person, you know, that has the enemy by chance have drawn them into to Egypt, even though they have great destiny, even though they have great inheritance, even though, you know, pronouncements have gone on their lives and their heads and everything. Could there be that there could be one, just one Joseph that is heading down to Egypt? But the key thing is that may that Joseph have God with him because God is the one that will bring the hope back alive. It is God that will bring the victory back alive. Even though our Savior, Jesus Christ, small, a born, when the parents had to go to Egypt by a dream. Amen. Thank God, by a dream, they went to Egypt. By a dream, they came out at the right time. Amen. Because God was with him. 
So that becomes the key. So even that child, the baby Jesus, as helpless as that baby was at that point in time, heaven and the whole host of heaven was backing that. <laughs> he said, you will not miss your chance in destiny. He says, look, you will, you know, I will clothe you. I will build you. I will work in the nations. You know, I will work against any any pronouncement that goes, whether from kings or princes, you know, the turmoil or whatever, I will be with you. You can imagine a similar scene, you know, when you look at the confusion in government, you know, you wonder ah, what is happening, what is, you know, going on in the world. But even in the midst of that, God is with us. Amen. He can, so when they decree things and say, you know, oh, everybody go and do this, everybody, this is what happened. God still stands with his own. God abides with his own. So no matter where we are in our journey, the key thing and the key, you know, blessing, the key asset you must have in your portfolio is the fact that God is with you. And therefore, even if you are not sure, then it is a, it is expedient that you cry unto God, be, Lord, be with me. I need you in this journey. I need you at this time. It cannot be it cannot be guesswork. It cannot be uh, maybe he is with me, but it is more of a certainty that oh God, I need you. So when we pray this prayer, it implies, you know, it can imply that we are saying that, you know, first of all, I don't want to walk in sin again. Amen. Because when we're praying that God be with me, you're saying that. Uh, you know, the Bible says, can two walk together as except they agree. If you're praying that prayer, then you, what you are simply saying in your heart that uh, I need to be in tune with the one that I want to, to be with me. Amen. So it says, can two walk together except they agree? They agreed. You know, so even what we're saying that even when two people are quarreling, you know, they're in agreement when they say, oh, let us go to the police station. So if we want to be in agreement. We must be in total agreement with God. You know, oh God, I want this great thing to happen to my life. Then therefore, we must be in agreement with his word. We must be in agreement with his person. We must be in agreement with his will. Amen. For well, great things, you know, to be made manifest in our life. You know, the Bible says also in First John chapter 1, verse 6 to 7, if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, he says we lie. He said, and do not the truth. But if we walk in light, as he is in the light, you see the agreement there. As we walk in light, as he is in the light. So there is an agreement that one, we're walking in the light. Two, we're walking in the same direction. And he is also there as he is in the light. We have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sins. So that is a, the, you know, so the moment we begin to cry unto God, God, be with me. You know, God is saying that, uh, prepare the ground. You know, prepare the environment. Prepare your hearts. Prepare your walk. You know, prepare your thoughts. You know, so that I can come and, you know, walk with you. Is it not a privilege if God walks us? Amen. 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 If, you know, it's not just walking with God, but God says, I want to walk, you know, I want to walk you. That is his holding in your hand and he's guiding you along. So, and that's our prayer this day. Oh God, walk me in the name of Jesus. Walk with me and be with me in this journey. 
You see, also when we begin to say, when we pray the prayer, be with me, we're simply saying that I can't take this journey alone. Amen. We're Amen. simply saying that God ah, is a state of humility. It is a state of submission. It's a state where we're coming to and say, no, oh God, others have made it by, the others, they say they have made it by themselves, but God, my own case is different. I can't do it alone. You know, and and we know that once we humble ourselves, you know, before God, God exalts us. Amen. And even Moses, in his greatest, in his great meekness, in the sight of God, in his great meekness, in the sight of God, God, you know, saw, you know, his humbleness, saw, you know, his dependence in Exodus chapter 33, verse 15. And Moses simply said, and he said unto him, if, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. Amen. Yeah. He says, look, God, I can see, God says he will go ahead and he will rough his victory. You know, he says, I will not go with you, but my angels will go ahead. <laughs> and he's saying that, ah, God, you are saying you're going to do miracles. You're going to do defeat my enemy. You're, you know, and those are sometimes these are those are the world's those are the standards that the church sometimes looks at. They see the great defeats of the enemy, but there could be a possibility that God is not going. He's not going, and because we have just cornered our God, you know, defeat my enemy, defeat, and you know, God, you know, yes, He defeats it, but He says, "I don't go. I am not going to go." But Moses' position was that. God, even if you go ahead and defeat the enemies, even if you, you know, and do those great things, you know, and the enemies stunned by your works and your greatness, please, God, be with me. Amen. Amen. So, if your presence does not go with me, carry us not up hence. So, it is not just the miracles, it is the, it is the presence that, you know, of him being with us. So it is key that we begin to see that, that we should not use the miracles as a judgment of his presence, but rather to use God's presence, you know, and definitely the miracles and the favor will follow. Amen. Amen. You know? So also when we're saying, God, be with me, we're simply saying, I need assurance rather than doubt. Amen. I need the assurance. It's not, I don't want to be walking with doubt. That, ah, are you there or you're not there? Oh, let me wait for the moving of the cloud or moving of the water, you know, to, to you know, get out. No, no, no. What we're saying is that God be with me so that I'm walking in assurance. And that's what Jacob about to take a journey in his life. He says in uh, Genesis chapter 28, verse 20, you know, 20 to 22. He says, and Jacob vowed a vow saying, God, if you will be with me, and will keep me in this way that I go and give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again into my father's house in peace. Then shall the Lord be my God and this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou givest me, surely I will surely give thee a tenth unto thee. Amen. Amen. So he went you know, into the place of assurance, the assurance of salvation, the assurance of his presence, the assurance of God's, you know, going with him. He says, God, be with me. You know, so you can see, he went from the stage, you know, it was someone that took a stone and the stone became his pillow. And from the pillow, it became a pillar. And from the pillar, it became a house of God. You know, he, he needed that assurance. 
you know, and we also, we need him, you know, to go. As we're stepping into the day, we're stepping into the hours, stepping into the morning, stepping into the afternoon. We have not been into this time of this day or this hour before. And we're saying, God, go with us. And, you know, if you, and Jacob, he broke it down. He says, if you go with me and keep me in this way that I go, I will, and give me bread to eat. Amen. And raiment, you see, the details that he was asking of God says, you will be my God. I will also give you a tenth of all that I have. And did God bless him? Yes, God blessed him. Did God bring him back to this same place? God brought him back. And, you know, the house was established. You know, the house of God, the house and the family was established. So when we're saying unto God, you know, be with me, you, you simply say, I urgently need you. Amen. Man. You know, I can't walk in this maze of life without you. You know, the counsel of the Lord, that alone shall stand. He says, many are the devices in the heart of man, but the counsel of the Lord, that alone shall stand. That means I urgently need you to help me make decisions in life. When we're saying, God, be with me, you're simply saying, please fight my battles for me. Amen. You're saying unto him, you're crying unto him, God, fight my battles for me. And therefore, we're going to cry unto God right now. Father, be with me. In the name of Jesus, let's begin to cry unto God. Every battle that I'm facing, Lord, I submit, Lord Almighty God, upon your altar. Lord Almighty God, be with me, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Come, Almighty God, into my home. Come, Lord Almighty God, into my life. Come, Lord Almighty God, into my health. Lord, be with me, Lord Almighty God, this morning. Lord Almighty God, I can't do it by myself. I can't do it by my love. I can't do it by my ability. Lord Almighty God, just step into my room. Step into my heart. Step into my life right now. Lord Almighty God, I feel comfortable right now. Father, Jesus, I need you to step in, oh God, be with me, oh God, God, that's why Jehoshaphat in second chronicles chapter 20 verse 17 he says God was telling him he said you need not to fight in this battle set yourself he says stand ye still and see the salvation of the Lord O ye Judah and Jerusalem fear not be not dismayed tomorrow go out against them for the Lord will be with you amen amen, amen. says you need not to fight in this battle because when when we when we are praying God be with me you're simply saying God take over the battles of my life fight 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 for me hey, you know when you are sleeping, you're not conscious of what is going on but God is neither sleeps nor slumbers he's fighting on your behalf he's fighting on your family he's fighting on the behalf of the next generation he's fighting on the behalf of the government he's fighting on behalf of things that know that been working against you when you're saying God be with me it is a prayer of your it's a prayer of your 
his presence when God comes in, he's, He establishes His domain immediately. <laughs> when God steps into a place, the Bible says the angel of the Lord encamp around those that fear Him. When mm. God steps into a place, the first thing you do when a when an army comes into a place, first of all, they mark their domain. Amen. They set the security in place. They set the watchman in place. You know, so that they are not taken by surprise. The same thing, when God comes to a place mm. and he knocks on the door and they open the door and they come in, he sets the marks in that place. His very presence, he brings in his joy, he brings in his peace, he sets his army around that vicinity oh. that nothing evil will come into that place. And so it will come in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. He says, when he when you are saying God be with me, you're saying God wrap my destiny is wrapped in one word, Emmanuel. Amen. Amen. God with me. You know, and that's the same thing. Jesus' destiny was wrapped in that name. You know, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, it says, Behold, a virgin, you know, shall be with child. He says, and shall bring forth a child, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted God with us. Amen. So it is a testimony. Our destiny, they spoke it into existence. They all said Emmanuel. That was the rap. So from the beginning to the end, they had summarized his life. Amen. You know, and so it is a portion that we are summarized in that name. God with us. Amen. So when the enemy even calls us and he says, Emmanuel, he himself begins to, <laughs> he begins to step, take steps back because he knows the presence and the power. He knows that the one that is in charge does not just start a thing, but finishes it even before he starts it. Amen. 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 The creator is, he is not just a creator that just creates, you know, for any purpose. He looks at the details of your life. He knows where you will ever be. He knows the heights that you can get to. He knows where he has to intervene at different times. And he summarizes you and says, God with us. Amen. Mm-hmm. The Bible says of Jesus Christ in Acts chapter you know, 10 verse 38. He said how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and power and went about doing good, healing all who was oppressed with of the devil, for God was with him. Amen. Summarize his life. And we have this assurance that when we pray this prayer, God answers us. As he said in Exodus chapter 33 verse 14, he says, my presence will go with thee and I will give you rest. This is the assurance that we have that when we ask anything in accordance with his will, that he hears us. Amen. So when we pray this prayer, we have, we're praying in his will. Amen. We're praying his desire. Why do we think think it's a desire? When he created heaven, when he created Adam and Eve, the the Bible says he went in the cool of the evening to be with them. So it was a core desire of God that he would be with his people. When Christ came, he summarized it and said, God with us. So it was his desire, his only sin that came as the bridge, as the obstacle between us and him. So it is his desire. So when you're praying a prayer, you're praying his will. Amen. Amen. You're praying. 
And in Genesis chapter 28, verse 15, the, when Jacob was, you know, praying all those prayers, God says, and, and behold, I will be with thee. I will keep thee in all places whither thou goest and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. Amen. So God is also assuring us that ah, if you say, if you just pray that prayer, if you just, you know, call upon me, it says, I will be with thee. And I will not just stop there. Wherever thou goest, <laughs> amen, <laughs> wherever yeah. thou goest, he said, and I will bring thee again. So you can begin to look into the life of Jacob that he was one that was brought again. Amen. <laughs> you can see that he was one that was ordered. You know, even though the enemy had, you know, done all sorts of things, but God, you could see the ordering of God in his life and the bringing of him back again. And you see that God never leaves, you know, left him, you know, until he had spoken, done that which he had spoken. And therefore, in all our journeys, in times when we think that God is not there, for the fact that we have prayed unto him, be with us. God is at work. Amen. Amen. He's at work. So, and lastly, as we look into the life of Joseph, one that God was with, our prayer this day, that God would take charge of our day in Jesus' name. Amen. He would take charge of our destiny. Amen. Genesis 39, verse the very last scripture that we'll read, Genesis 39, verse 2 to 6, it says, And the Lord was with Joseph. Amen. Amen. And he was prosperous. Excuse me. Amen. He was simply saying, and the Lord was him, was with him, and he was prosperous. At this point, he was a slave, but his prosperity was settled in heaven because of the presence of God in his life. It says, the Lord was with him, and he was prosperous, a prosperous man. And that is the kind of prosperity that we need to lay at the foundation so that other prosperity can, you know, be lined up upon. He says that is the foundation of our greatness, of our breakthrough. God with us. You know, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw. So that means that God's presence can be seen upon our lives. He said, and his master saw that the Lord was with him. Amen. So the presence of God is not just an internal thing. It is something that oozes out of our lives. You know, you step and somebody smells your perfume and says, oh, I, you must be using this kind of perfume. That's the same thing about the presence of God. They will begin to sense it in our lives. They begin to perceive it when we step into, for his master, the Egyptian, saw. So it, is a, it, can, it can be seen. That the Lord was with him. And what did the Lord do? The Lord made, how was this? The Lord made all things he did to prosper in his hands. When the presence of God is as if he takes charge of the things that come into your possession. The key word, the Lord made all things. Amen. So the God, so God was looking. Ah, this thing, this job is going into Joseph's hand. Oh, ye job, prosper in Joseph's hands. <laughs> he begins to see another. Oh, this child is coming into this home. Oh, ye child, prosper because you're going into Joseph's hands. So whatever was registered in heaven that was entering into his hands 
the Lord made all things that he did to prosper in his hands. Everything that he did. And that is why we need to pray, Lord, be with me. And Joseph found grace in his sight. And he served him. So the man made him overseer. What did the man see? The man realized that all things prosper in his hands. So the man quickly made sure that all things in his possession were put into Joseph's hands. Amen. He says, and all things that he had, he put into his hands. Amen. Amen. If you see that a man prospers in everything, you carry everything that you have and you put it to his hands. Amen. And that's what the man saw. Our prayer today is that God will cause, will make everything that comes into our hands to prosper for the fact that we prayed, God be with me. Amen. Amen. And it came to pass from that time. So it's as if he was observing from that time, you know, that he made him overseer of his house. Why did he make him? Because everything that came into his hands prospered and because the Lord was with him. Okay. And over all he had, and the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in his house and in his fields. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hands. And he knew not aught that he had, save the bread that he did eat. <laughs> so the man was a wise man. Every single thing he pushed into Joseph's hands because the Lord was with, was with him. And that's the state that we are praying that if this Joseph had so much of God in him, everything began to prosper. Our prayer today is that also God will be with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And are we not seeing the secret of our prosperity? If this man saw that everything that he puts into the hands of Joseph's hands prospers, why do we not commit all our things into God's hands? Amen. Amen. If we know that God prospers everything, and maybe God put it into Joseph's hand because he knew that Joseph would put it into his hands. Amen. Mm-hmm. Was that not the reason that he knew that Joseph would also commit all things? He would not keep it to himself. Remember, Jacob said, if you do this, I will give thee a tenth. And God says, look, I will do it. And that's our prayer, that as things enter into our hands and he prospers it, we also will commit it into his own hands. There has to be that joint. Because God will not abide if we put it into our hands and we run with it. He will not abide. And that's where we need to be one with him. So, most especially, put yourself into his hands. So shall you prosper. Amen. Amen. So let's begin to cry unto God right now. Now, first of all, that God, I put you into your 
I put myself into your hands. Lord, I put myself into your hands, oh God. I put it in your hands. Put everything that comes Everything. I put anything I put my hands to God. I will say that maybe there's something that's not working because it's in the wrong hands. And therefore, we're going to say, Father, my friendship, oh God, there is something in my life that's not working. Maybe it's in the wrong hands. Maybe we've laid it in the hands of somebody else. We've committed into our own hands for somebody else that we thought that were trusted. And we now find that it's not working. And therefore, we're going to withdraw those things in the spirit and lay them into the hands of God this morning. That let this day, from this day, let those things begin to prosper. Let's begin to Take the 
Lord, I be with me, God, I be with me, so God, in the name the byproducts of God being with us is his blessings oozes out. It moves out of our life and it is physically seen. Man. It is not a matter, they don't need to search for it, it becomes seen, and therefore you're going to cry out to God, the Father, because of your presence. Let Almighty go, let there just be an oozing out, Lord Almighty God. Let there be an oozing out, Lord Almighty God, of this blessing in my life. In the name of Jesus, let me Hear my humble cries while on others thou art and that's how God don't pass us by. Lord, we plead, oh God, for every one of us, oh Father, we plead this morning. Lord, Almighty God, as you're broken up, oh God, as you're broken up, oh don't pass in the name of
I put my hands in your hands, oh Lord. Lord, we put our hands in your hands, oh Lord. I will not fail to Father, we partner with you this morning. We partner with you. You will be with us. We will not fail. We will not fail. We will not fail in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank and bless you for your word that has come. We thank you, Father, for your son that you have used to be a blessing to us this morning. My God, for your daughter and for your son. Every flash that I cannot of them, you will replenish back in a thousand fold returning to Jesus. Thank you, everlasting King of glory in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen.